This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Cool Games Inc., game design podcast for Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson, I think we got to cancel the podcast. Uh-oh, why's that? I have a few feelings about why we should cancel the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I guess the first one is that we haven't made a good game in half the podcast. Like, for half the time the podcast has been going, All right. we haven't made a good one. Right. And especially the last few have been really lacking. And I really felt so bad about our last one, which was basically just us saying Al Borland from Home Improvement's name over and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, there, weren't, you... there weren't so much mechanics there as much as it was we were just sort of proving how much we knew the name of the character from Home Improvement, Al Borland. Which, in fairness to us, I think we proved that out, that we do know his name very well. And if you think about it, Pokemon Go has made $12 million in so the So that's the week. other reason that I want to make sure that we just go ahead and put, <laughs> this, get out of the put this little shit to bed. Yeah. And that is, one, I've never been so wrong on anything, I guess. You weren't wrong, Griffin. Everything you said was true. Every 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 criticism you levied against that, that iPhone computer game was fair and balanced. Um but Which was that like it was it. like it was like diarrhea, but completely weightless and uh-huh. effervescent. It was sort of a space diarrhea situation. Sort of a like cotton candy situation. Um, the the game is not great. I played it a lot though, and mm-hmm. I got angry when the server shut down yesterday because I couldn't play more of this diarrhea game. Did and they then, actually shut down, or did it just tell you that the server? They were, were down? just like, "Hey, if you're like, if you use this one particular login because you switched over because you didn't want us to have complete unrestricted control of your email address, your whole life, your whole shit, um, and so you switch this other thing, you can't play today. Is that cool? No, we're just kind of making it up as we go along. The game's not very good. Uh, it's made a trillion dollars, and you love it, Griffin. So I guess you're like wrong on every conceivable level. Hmm. So, like, with that being said, I'm I'm pleased to announce I'll be never do a game, video games thing again. Well, don't let it get you down. Well, that and the fact that our last few games have been very bad. Not so and good. I, th- I think this is probably the most high stakes episode of Cool Games Inc. yet. Because oh, it's a I, make, kind of a make or break itch for us. I feel yeah, like. if we can't turn it around, I'll I'll shut this shit down around both our ears. Oh boy. Well, today I'm not. I don't know. I don't know that I want to put all my eggs in this particular episode. That's too bad. I came and I grabbed your eggs and I put them in this basket together. Because like three minutes before we went to record, I had a little bit of a headache. So that's already not great. And then I went to grab the uh, ibuprofen uh, and I dropped it and it landed in a glue trap for a mouse. (laughs) And then I pulled it out and then it got all sticky. And then I kind of got – I got sticky and my fingers are still a little bit – I basically kind of just – Kevin McAllistered myself and 
trapped myself to being stuck to the, my own medicine well, bottle. Well, you more Nathan Lane yourself in Mouse Hunt, along with the other gentleman in Mouse Hunt. Oh, because they, yeah, that is a much cleaner metaphor. They were I'm ima- in pursuit I'm, of a mouse. I'm imagining you right now, and you've ju- you're just covered in glue traps. You've got one of those slap traps on your nose. Mm-hmm. You ate some of the poison from one of the bad boxes, the boo-boo that box. That doesn't happen in the movie, does it? They don't eat po- poison. Nathan, Nathan Lane does the thing. They put all the traps out. The mouse avoids them while also somehow deploying them on the men's bodies. Uh-huh. And then he's like, well, at least I can eat this soup. And he turns his back on the soup for no, a second, and the mouse dumps a bunch of the poison. mouse poison into it. And, That's no and good. yeah, they both both gentlemen in the movie uh, pass uh, pass away. Unfortunately, they die at the end. Unfortunately, it's been a long time. I remember they said the s word in that movie, and I was my my was very shocked. They said, "Shit, I'm dying, bro." <laughs> yeah, the that mouse, was the exact line. Looks like the mouse hunted us. Yeah. No, that and movie ends with them like blowing up the entire fucking house, and then they finally like see the mouse, and it's been horribly injured. And they get, like, a pipe to, like, kill it, but they can't mm-hmm. do it because it's so adorable. And so them and the, mi- the mouse open up a cheese factory. And I watch that and I go, boy, Hollywood's really let its standards go, huh? Do you think <laughs> Do you think that, like, maybe in the original, uh, like, the first revision of that film, they just fucking murdered the mouse, roll credits, and then that didn't test super well? It would <laughs> test had- well with me because you can't spend two hours getting me fucking rock hard about killing this mouse. Right. And then when you have the primo opportunity to really screw it's, shit. It's almost like, in terms of being disappointing, it's almost like the ending of another mouse-themed title, Rat Race, where by the end of that movie, it's kind of gone off the rails, and they've all aban- many of the characters have abandoned the rat they've race. They've abandoned the in. rat race entirely, and then just Smash Mouth is there! <laughs> in, the, and then, in the mall. And then Nathan Lane comes in, and he beats everybody in the movie, in the band Smash Mouth to death. With the With the pipe. With a so pipe. The, um, and then them and Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, open up a cheese factory. And it's like, what the fuck's... How are these in the same universe? Right. Well, it's, I guess it makes sense. It's one of those things where in hindsight, it's like a Cloverfield... Uh, well, it's like a Cloverfield Lane situation, I guess. Where it's like, oh, I guess they were... They kind of find a way to kind of smush them together at the end there. Ten Cloverfield Nathan Lane. Nice. Um, do you want to do podcast with me now? Yeah. All right. Close Twitter, though. We'll need that. We'll need that little resource. Mm-hmm, that could help. This one was sent in by Tim Romero. Thank you, Tim. It's Fort99 on Twitter. says, a game that generates all its dialogue from Word documents on your computer. Ooh. Okay. Let me pop in my docs. Let me see what I got. Yeah, uh, just type in dot doc into Spotlight so, here. So, um, just like I'm going to go down the list of what clicking on the documents folder on my Mac opens up. Uh-huh. First up, fucking Pusher Love Girl, the MP3 of Pusher Love Girl from JT, the 2020 experience, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake's album. And then right after album. right after that is Vanessa Williams, Save the Best for Last MP3. Now those are first up because they have zero one denoting the track. Oh, number. that'll do it. <laughs> um, so I do love the idea of like it, it opens like a traditional JRPG. Uh, then your your sort of your your housekeeper walks into your bedroom, kind of shakes you awake, and then her open, opens her mouth, and then she says, "This font does not come with a license, as far as we know. This font is freeware." Yeah, and then like you go talk to the innkeeper, and the innkeeper's like, "Packy torso, periscull, spino tail, dimetrodon torso, dimetrodon skull," um, because that's actually a wish list of dinosaur bones that I needed in, Amer- in uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Oh, stored Just- that in a dock. Yeah, I just stored that one in a dock. I also have a spreadsheet of all of the furniture that I need to complete the sets anyway. Hmm. Um, I think this would be fun. Um, mine would be mostly review drafts. Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a, somebody would pop up, and then they would read 
off my review for the video game Antichamber. Which they could, be, re- that could be fun for you, I think. To kind uh, of- it could be like a, a dating sim, only one of the characters is incapable of saying anything except my friend's resume that I helped him write. <laughs> which could well, be- You get a very personalized experience. I think the, the one tricky thing with that was that uh, so much of indie games right now is banking on uh, capitalizing on the streaming community. And uh, people might not want to stream if, if any single one of their personal... Well, then again, everyone gave Pokemon Go access to their whole lives, so maybe that's not true. Maybe nobody gives a shit, but it could be scary. You never know what you're going to find in in my Google Docs. Lord, bro, I'm going through, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at all the review drafts in here, and I'm remembering games that I reviewed that I don't even remember playing. And I must have, because I wouldn't. I'm not that unethical, but like Diabolical (laughs) Pitch? Diabolical pitch? Oh, hell yeah. That was that Connect game by like, Suda51 where you're yeah. throwing baseballs, right? Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, I think that would be fun, but let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Drew Davenport uh, suggests, you were just trying to get home from work, but these fucking Overwatch matches keep opening up around you. And then this suggestion is actually augmented by Hunter Ellenboss, big old freak on Twitter, who says, related, your Overwatch's transport maintenance crew replacing the shot up fire extinguishers, O2 tanks, and wall panels. Um Oh, so you're just... Oh, so let's make this a bit broader than Overwatch, right? Because I don't want to get into an IP situation. Mm-hmm. But maybe uh, you are just like a, a cleanup crew. And then after like a first-person shooter match happens, you have to go like scrape all the tags off the wall. And you have to pick up all the all of fucking Reaper's shotguns that he just right. thrown all over the dang place. <laughs> that's, it's a, that's one guy's whole job, I'm pretty sure. You just got like a, a trash can taped to his back. Because Reaper apparently can carry infinite shotguns with him mm-hmm. at any, t- any point. A right. regular a regular man or woman could really only carry maybe, what, nine of those before it gets like too cum- cumbersome for them to hold anymore? Right. They've Unless also got just- a... Like, I guess there's someone whose job it is to refill the confetti chambers on the basketball hoop. Oh, yeah. I've never been able to do that yet. I'm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that could be fun. I don't... So, it takes place in the universe of Overwatch. Maybe that's what's inside of all those fucking convoys. It's just like a guy, like, trying to get home. He's like, can mm-hmm. you come help me do my thing? Well, you know, I mean, in the on the Hollywood map, you kind of... If you're standing near the uh, the the point, you hear the guy in the, the limo. He's like some sort of celebrity man talking about how he's got to get to the set to do a movie or something. Is that real? Yeah, I've heard there's dialogue for the guy in the limo who's huh, like, about, oh, my makeup. Are... Anyways, um, they could do a situation where, I don't know, I, I think something that's going to be very hot over the next 18 months uh, is VR interpretations of existing game franchises where you're sitting perfectly still not doing anything. Interesting. Uh, kind of like that Batman thing that they had at E3 was one of those where you're just kind of, it is this very lightly interactive thing where they took a lot of art assets they already had and reappropriated them. And I don't see why... There shouldn't be an Overwatch one where you're sitting in the back of your your stretch limousine and you can kind of look out the window and, maybe, and watch a real video game happen. And the com- the conversation would be you talking about um, how the fact that Overwatch has all of this lore that they have laid out in these like Pixar quality short films, mm-hmm. um, talking about like the, these forces of of good and evil, and about you know uh, the this like. Um, extra outside of the government black ops force that fought for good and the evil but then in the game it's just like there's nine reapers and they're all shooting each other for some reason or there's right. like six of the gorilla why that, that so you're just on the phone looking out the window like what the fuck there's six of the gorilla guy yeah what the fuck's going on there's six of the gorilla why are there six of them and why are they fighting each other? It'd be like watching a, a Superman movie where all of a sudden there's nine Supermen and they're all punching each other out of kind of out of nowhere. 
It's bonkers. They don't talk about that. It Nobody's holds up talking to like zero, <laughs> zero scrutiny. There, it's, it's almost like, um, like Overwatch was its own thing at some point. Maybe it was a, an MMORPG or something, and they kind of had to retrofit a bunch of the stuff that they yeah, liked into maybe. A, <laughs> some maybe, sort of new maybe game. Maybe that's kind of what happened. Because I definitely watched the Genji Hanzo short, and it was just like brothers, and one of them like killed the other one, and so that one became part robot, and so they have kind of a like strained relationship. Only in the fiction of the game, there's three of the Hanzos, and they're on the same team as the Genji, and they're fighting six of the gorilla guy. Why? Why is that? Why? I, I guess I prefer it to the alternative, which is trying to make any of that shit make sense. Like, I would hate it if the next Overwatch short was just a Reaper factory where there are eight different Reapers and one of them has a mariachi hat. Just kidding. I like this idea so much. Just kidding. I this is so much better. The next, so the next animated short is just six of the gorillas being like, all right, so we've got to go help a truck move. What? <laughs> We yeah. gotta go help a truck move, and we're gonna fight three tracers while we. Why are there six yeah. of us? Why are there three tracers? Why are we helping a truck move? We got one we of the ha- gorillas is like, what if we all turned into May at the same time? That would be silly, wouldn't it? Let's do that. And he t- he's turning into May over and over. Here's fun. Here's a fun true story. I bought PlayStation Four Overwatch. I've been playing mm-hmm. on PC this whole time, uh, but my brothers were like, "Come play with us on PS4." And so he said, "Okay." And so I bought it. Got the download going. And I finally downloaded it after like eight fucking hours. And I turned the game on and I was like, let's just hop in and see what's up. And I, I, I choose May. And then I realize everybody's going to choose May. And then they freeze me into the spawn room and I can't get out of the spawn room. And we lose the game and then the servers crash. And I have not touched the shit since. Jeez, that's, I think that's an unusual experience. I, not that the console players would do something dumb and goofy, but that the servers would go down. Like my experience playing, I don't, I don't know. My experience playing the console, because I did the same thing. I bought the PS4 version uh, to play with my girlfriend. And I have i don't know a non-mean way to say it uh, but console overwatch players are more scrubs they're more fun to play against than pc players yeah i think that's how i'll put it um Um, can i read this suggestion yeah what do you got sent in by mr chainsaw pete x nasty on twitter Mm -hmm. uh and he says uh augmented reality go starring whatever the fuck just get on this money train quick and we really gotta here's a picture of the poster for the movie money train starring wesley snipes and woody harrelson okay i don't think they're recommending that we do an augmented reality version of uh, money train but i kind of disagree that was just yeah that was an engagement play i think they know we respond well to images Um, yeah absolutely we got these dumb caveman brains um I disagree with the assertion of the tweet, and I certainly disagree with the mm, five hundred thousand hot takes. And let's call it, they were these takes were not especially hot. They were mm-hmm. hot, and they just came out the oven. They were technically hot, but that was because they were microwaved. They were microwaved, warmed over takes. And but they were like a hot pocket that somebody put in the microwave for like seven minutes, which mm-hmm. isn't a long time for tr- food to be traditionally cooked, but way too much time for a, a hot pocket. Because I can't tell you how many number of articles I've seen like augmented reality is fucking here. Everybody get on it, make an augmented reality game. And I'm like, hey dogs, you understand that's not why anybody gives a fuck about PlayStation or Pokemon Go, right? Like you know, I'm not like standing in the Lowe's parking lot throwing a ball at a Nidoran that's floating three feet off the ground, thinking like I'm transported. <laughs> I've been transported to Kanto. It is pretty funny to look at the game Pokemon Go and just scratch your chin like, what's making this pop? It must be the word Go. It's got to be the Go half of it. It, That's the part of this equation. On the other hand, though, I'm not super mad at that this misguided attempt at at making ar a thing because there can i've played a couple ar games on ios that are fucking awesome and yeah i would love for that to be a and, thing even and, if they're all going after it for the wrong reason and the cool shit about pokemon go is the is the like 
the location-based stuff. That's not necessarily part and parcel attached to the augmented reality stuff. You're right. The, the augmented reality stuff is it's kind fucking stupid it's like kind of shitty it's, it's like i'm on the, the i'm on the toilet and a pidgey flies into the room and then i augmented reality catch this pidgey as it's just floating in space in front of the door to the bathroom and it's not like <laughs> just like the pidgey does no no <laughs> doesn't not, do that that's not how it works and in fact if i if i'm you know in the passenger seat of a car and i'm, I'm trying to catch a pokemon and my friend turns left and it's like well i gotta keep turning and catch the that's fucking annoying nobody likes that the ar stuff is actually kind of the shittiest part it's i guess that's an important distinction though i've played really great location-based ios games and i, I want to see more of those well let's i want to supplement this suggestion with one uh from corn who says augmented reality game where you generate collectible monsters from dogs you see on the street so it's just like you see a dog in the street and you just like snap a pic of them and then you just yeah. have them? I guess you do. Uh, that's how do we... still not augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we make it augmented? Because I'm thinking we, we got to find a way to algorithmically sort of monster rancher them into your phone with like a QR. But instead of a QR code, maybe We're you... We're going to need some sort of gun that digitizes the dogs. What if you were to... And hear me out. We need some sort of, like, snowflake aspect of the dog that is unified but randomized on every dog. Could we have a QR code scanning thing where we use the, uh, and this is going to sound gross at first, but the dog's butthole, uh, to kind of generate algorithmically, like, a fractal yeah. and that you can import the dog a phone, in Is this way. an attachment for my phone or can it be a gun? It can it can be a gun. I think it should like be like a, a Pokemon scanner, Go okay. Plus situation where yeah. if you want to get like if you want to take this shit serious, you do have a special. I would definitely if the alternative was that I had to like walk up to your dog and then like hold my phone, which I put on my face almost <laughs> exclusively, and then like hold that over the dog's butt for like twenty seconds, maybe twenty. It's, it... a, it's a long scan. It's a yeah. real deep. It's doing like a high long exposure. Or I get 5, a gun megapixel. that I can just no scope your dog's gooch from oh, like. 30 feet away just like so it's got like a man it's got an actual fucking telephoto lens on it so you're like in the park just like well no down sights it can't have a very long lens on it no it can't have a very long lens on it i'll draw the line there at the park with a long lens cop knocks on the door of your car what the fuck are you no it's cool just getting some dog gooch you know, for my game to capture a monster rancher. You remember Monster Rancher, don't you? Well, the thing a week ago that excuse might not have worked, but in this post Pokemon Go world thing, they'll just be like, "I'm just glad you're not fucking throwing Pokeballs at Zubats while driving your car through this park looking at your phone." Okay, like, so I got a hot tip on. I have a neighborhood Facebook group um, mm-hmm. that's mostly just like used for people like who gunshots. And it's like no, it's just it was just like somebody popped a bubble wrap in their home. <laughs> right. um, Somebody just opened up a can of soup and it made a weird noise. Um, but it has spiraled into basically all Pokemon Go all the time. People talking about like, hey, I'm going to drop a lure um, at these two spots that are right next to each other from 12 to 1. Come come, come get it. Come through, yeah. Um, which is really cool, really amazing. Um, but there's a park near my house that is just Charmander City. Holy shit. Yeah, and so I may have popped off an incense and driven around it for a bit, parking every time that I executed this catch maneuver because I'm not an idiot. Um, and then I noticed there were three other cars doing the exact same thing, circling this park and parking every 20 seconds. Oh, cause you were, you were trying to catch multiple Charmanders to grind out your Charmanders candies to You'll get, get him gotta to get a Charmeleon Charmanders or a Charizard. To get a Charmeleon or Charizard, you fucking dumb game. There's so many things that are so good that will be better 
if they had any kind of like game design logic behind them at all. Right. I did my first gym fight the other day, and I was like, well, never want to do that again. It's so fucking bad. It's I'm, so fucking bad. I just, I have to, I want to believe that, like, okay, Niantic Labs here in San Francisco, right up the street. I've been to their offices. Uh, that office is $17 million richer now than it was seven days ago. So, like, maybe they can hire a guy who makes the game fun. Like, hire a game developer to make the battle I've system never seen anything quite toilet. like it where it's like even if you know what you're doing it's unintuitive you just tap and 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 then you hold it in when the meter's full but swipe left or right if you want to kind of avoid the dodge you gotta dodge the attacks kind of but it's hard to tell when but the they animations don't like- are coming and some of them aren't dodgeable and by the way we're not gonna tell you fucking any of this right we're also not gonna tell you that if you hold down the touch screen you can do a special attack like less than half of the people I know who are playing Pokemon Go had any idea that the special attacks are in the game. That, like, burn meter. Just no explanation. None. It's fucking miserable. It's insane. This is the most popular game that's ever been made. And so much of it is so bad. Yeah. So bad. Anyway, how about a new one? Sure. Um, Here is one from Kinder Murder on Twitter uh, who says... Mini games where you have to maintain eye contact in awkward situations, for example, putting change in your pocket after buying coffee. Um, and what what appealed about this idea to me is I've been playing a little bit of Just Cause 3 lately, which, by the way, I, I feel like I was led to believe that that game isn't good. That game's fucking really, 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 really good. I thought we talked about how you didn't think it was good. No, no, I, I'm I'm playing it for the first time now. It's oh. fucking, it's very good. I okay. enjoy it a lot. But one of the one of the things that game does is like, Every single thing you do is quantified and measured and plopped on a leaderboard. So, like, when you first boot it up, it's like, hey, like, eight of your friends just passed your maximum glide time of 23 seconds. Or, like, maximum shoot dudes combo of, like, ten dudes without taking a five-second break. Um, And I love the idea of an an iOS-enabled application that applies stuff like that to real life. Like, like micro-challenges like locking eye contact with strangers in a in a business transaction stuff like that and we there are two ways to take it we could take it in kind of a like gamifying life make your life better like oh now i'm way better at eye contact thing or we could just make it a full-on uh cringe endurance test nightmare to just really see how much you can stomach this this sounds like that fucking emma roberts dave franco movie again that fucking truth or dare on your phone and you do it and people are watching you and they place bets and you have to do it and they're watching you, and you have to do it, and you have to fall in love with Dave Franco and kiss him, and maybe kill him? It's called Nerve, the movie Nerve. The movie Nerve, and... I'm just saying that's, it... what this, that's what this idea is. I guess. I just, I, I, I want to, I want to, that's a fictional thing. I want to make this real, and I want it, I want it to be the game for sort of the everyman who wants to just have a very upsetting interaction with a stranger in a public place. Okay, I but I, I, I already don't want to play Pokemon Go, and all that has me do is walk around. I almost mm-hmm. certainly will not play a game where I have to walk around and then go into a coffee shop and try to have eye contact with people. The part that's confusing for me, Griffin, is that you're saying this game sounds like suffering and you won't do it, but that's what you said about Pokemon Go seven fucking days ago, and look who's still playing Pokemon Go. So I, I guess I, I'm looking for a new game to just have an antagonistic relationship right, with. Right, if you want that's, a new game to hate. Yeah. Um, how about this one? And it's from uh, Zachary Guthrie, Snark Harder on Twitter, who just says, Another Gex, please? that's huh okay it's kind of an open book i'm gonna close this book fuck this book shut 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 that book right away trevor Uh, hayworth sent this one in tinkleheimer one 
a Benjamin Button RPG, which that's good enough. Okay, so you start at you start at level ninety nine, where you start at level ninety nine and wait, level really? backwards. Did, did they say that for real? Yeah, you start at ninety nine and you level up backwards. That's good. Maybe this is just mm, what? What's the matter? Maybe I'm thinking about how fascinating this would be if this was actually just one character in another game. Oh, so like okay. you start out and it's like you're a weak guy, but you got Benjamin Button on your team, and they like kick ass for you, and then halfway through the campaign, you're like a, a equals, right? And maybe you fall in love and you do it, and you have a kid. And I haven't seen Benjamin Button, but does he have a kid? And then that kid levels up, like not levels up, gets older, like. <laughs> Don't call it leveling sideways up. or something. Um, I don't know. But then at the I end mean, of the game, you gotta just protect them. Yeah, I guess nobody's. They're a baby. No one's real. I guess like like Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening was one of those characters who's like yes. super strong at first, and then just fuck just sucks. Every time he levels, he gains like a point no in points, a yeah. thing. Um, but I, I love the idea of just inverting it, just having a character who by the start of the game completely breaks the balance of it, and by the end of it is just a, just a small wrinkly old baby man. Who you still have to bring in a battle with you and and actually put a lot of your resources towards protecting and maybe maybe there's a narrative component to that like you could you can tell them to leave your party but that's the bad ending the good ending involves escorting this shitty character falling in love with them doing them getting a baby out of the situation now I haven't seen the film but nobody fucks Benjamin Button right are uh yeah he turns into Brad Pitt and nobody fucks him. Wait just, what's the wait what's the deal? You're turning into a baby super slowly. You're still Brad Pitt. I think uh I think I want this. Yeah. So they do, huh? They get him. They get better. Him they, better yet, like oh god, you're like 81 years old. I don't know, but you say you're gonna turn into Brad Pitt, huh? All right, I guess I want this. Hmm. Let's have at it, Benjamin Button. Take that button off of your pants, Benjamin. Do you think there was one one uh, older fellow who saw that film and was like, wait a minute. Wait a second. This is going to be great. I'm going to gonna... be great for me. Me, I'm turning into Brad Pitt. Very slowly. Roll the Very dice. You don't real know. slow. Weird things have happened. Um, Maybe it's more of a Dark Souls game, but with like a backwards power curve. Because you watch these like dudes run and they like do these like soul level one no hit runs. Right. What if you like had to do that by the end of the game? It's it's always been a little weird to me that like so so many games have a progression where like you get better and more powerful as they go on while also getting just naturally better at the game. That's never totally made sense to me. Like like Doom twenty sixteen is an awesome game, but by the end of it, you're so you're a, powerful yeah. and the game kind of scales appropriately. But like I've been playing that game from the beginning. Uh, since I got this new sweet gaming rig and um, like it's pretty wa- like not being able to double jump like all the weapons you don't have all the perks and runes and stuff it's it starts hard and gets easier in some ways and I love the idea of a game like sort of a Dark Souls situation where you start super 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 powerful and by the end of it you just have one shitty sword what if we have a game where all of the progression arcs are based on the classes have these different progression arcs and they're all based on movies where people age weird. Okay. So there's Benjamin Button that is a class that would right. probably be hugely unpopular, right? Because you're the strongest at the easiest part of the game and the weakest at the hardest part of the game. I wouldn't want to play that. That would be a challenging way to play it. Well, what would you would, like, who would you like to be then? Well, Jack, right? That's basically power leveling. Mm-hmm. Right, because you just immediately jump to... Well, not immediately. It takes you a while, but for every level up, you get like eight levels up. That's crazy. That's so much. And maybe, but then maybe you do big. 
And you just like the first seven levels are really slow, so, and then like you're level thirty one. What? Fuck? All of a sudden yes, you're playing awesome. piano in some woman's apartment. Maybe you time traveler's wife it, and you just hop around different like levels, and you don't know what your next level is going to be when you level up because you're time traveler's wifing it. Is there a is there a single movie? Is there a single movie like in this whole pantheon of like age play movies where some adult <laughs> man is either turning into or not or becoming a man from a baby where they don't get fucked like is it oh, big is, I mean, big is big is the like the piece de resistance in that sense like oh, that that yeah. started the whole age play movement for sure of, like, I'm, a, I'm adult man tom hanks but let's just for the for fun let's pretend that i'm a baby. which which one of the weinstein brothers is like okay the script is pretty good but why doesn't anyone ever fuck the baby man like why is that a note why that keeps that coming back Peter Pan, you level up to level 7 or level 10, and then you, you stop leveling there? up. That's pretty good. Portrait Dorian Gray. I think I haven't read it. Isn't that like he does a bunch of sins and a painting gets old, but he stays something the same like, age? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Any other movies with fun? Oh, 13 going on 30. That's good. Level so, 13 to level 30. Is that... Which is the one where uh, they... Sw- I think this might be 13 going on 30. They swap bodies Freaky with the mom. Freaky Friday, you, and a, you at level 10 and me at level 50, we just switch fucking levels. Okay, so you level naturally to to 13 or whatever. And then let, let's say you, you level to 15. Then all of a sudden you get swapped bodies, locations, all of it with a player who's like level 41. And then the player who just got swapped back to 15 when they hit 41 do they get swapped back again is it a infinite that is not how the loop? movie freaky friday worked even a little bit did it not work like that didn't they, she swaps bodies with her moms and then yeah the but mom... she doesn't she doesn't wait she doesn't wait like 26 years to do so <laughs> i guess what I'm, I, what I'm saying though is like once once you swapped it once freaky friday and saturday and sunday and monday and just like a bunch of days equaling 26 years i guess what i guess what i'm saying though is like when you're converting that into a game mechanic does it does the swap only happen once because at the end of freaky friday they do they end up switching back i'm trying to remember i know the mom like is like i mean you're describing you're describing freaky quantum leap at this point Mm -hmm. which would also be another dope ass leveling thing it would I kind of love this idea a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm Should kind we... of very much into it. I think we need to, like, get some of the IP away from it, but we <laughs> know. But right. Just like a game. I imagine, like, a single-player, really hardcore action RPG experience where you're just, like, farming and grinding, trying to get those levels up, working on a very specific build, and then just, like, there's a special demon in the game that if he touches you, you switch with another player. Everything. Your, your fucking save file goes up into the internet and disappears, and then you get another one that comes back down. And maybe that one's at, like, the final boss, which you know is full of those bad demons. Or maybe they just started it out, and they didn't dodge the demon in the tutorial. And you're like, fuck. And you're getting this. so much better at the game, but you never know where those skills are going to be needed. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. And I think, I mean, do you, do you still picture this, though, being a situation where at the outset you pick a class? Because I think there's some some fun potential of like we we can all like you know that it's based off Freaky Friday and I know that it's based off Freaky Friday but we could just call it like Spooky Sunday or something. Just to, Spooky just... Sunday is an incredibly good name for a video game franchise. Yeah, Spooky Sunday Six, and then we could have like a weird Gothic Victorian version of it called like Spooky or Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's and a that good would name be the too. and that would be the best one of the of the whole bunch. Um. There's so many. There's so many different possibilities, right? Like, 
I think your character, you're specializing in the whole way, and so when you hop into another character that's been completely specialized, do you play as that character's build, or do you, like, make them less effective by, like, taking them down a different tree and wasting some time and levels and stuff like that, pursuing the old build that you really liked? Or do you just embrace the change and, like, go with it? There's a, there's a lot. Of, so, man, I, I'm almost tempted to just put a pin in this one and come back to it, but, Yeah. And maybe there's, like, a dishonored dark side, light side mechanic to it where, like, the world changes based on how you play. And so maybe you've been playing, like, really pacifistic and, like, been getting through with it. Like, maybe there's, like, huge dialogue trees and you can, like, convince people to, like, get out of your way instead of having to murder all of them. And it makes the world a little bit better. Uh, But then the world you hop into is, like, full chaos. And you have to try and make it right again. Or you hop into a world that's, like, fully nice and you just, like, have this big nasty playground. Hmm. Okay, okay, so we're getting a. This the, isn't an action RPG anymore, though, is it? No, it is. Yes, definitely, for okay. sure, an action RPG with conversation trees. Anyway, yes, pin in this one. Let's do a speed round, but this is the one that we've got to do, right? Unless the speed round is like so Unless something juicy. like just gets us out of nowhere. Here's an absolute banger that is being submitted by someone other than the person who wrote it. This is a tweet that someone else is submitting on the behalf of this person, but the original tweet is by Z Darsky, who says, "I want a Spider-Man Go app where I have to get pictures of Spider-Man for a furious J Jonah Jameson." Is that Chip Zdarsky? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a he's a big comic book dude. He did Sex that's, Criminals. He's amazing. Um, okay, that's well, that's why he's thinking about Spider Man because he yeah. loves the cartoon. Books. That would be very good. Um, who would it be? Would the would it be played by Super Buff J.K. Simmons, J.K. Rowling, Super Buff J.K. Rowling? I think J.K. Simmons would be willing to lend his vocal talents to it because one, I. I in my mind, he is inseparable from J. Jonah Jameson, just permanently. That is the best casting in all of the history of Hollywood. He's so fucking perfect as yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, but I, I, if yeah, if his voice isn't... I mean, like, uh, in, the, in the early days of location-based games in this pre-Pokemon Go world, a lot of them uh, did situations where you pop the phone in your pocket and it's just audio. So, like... There's a game, it was like a running app where you're running from like a swarm of zombies. And it's yeah, like, you sure. gotta run over to this building. Or like there's there's a one about being a spy that I super love called Code Runner. Um, I'm thinking this is a, a game in those veins, but you have J. Jonah Jameson just barking, I guess, one of three lines <laughs> at you the entire time. Um, that would be like, fun. And then that would also qualify as a new Gex game. How how is J. Jonah Jameson involved in Gex? No, just Gex only ever had three lines of dialogue that he would just barf at you over <laughs> okay. and over and over again while so you're trying to like, jump and collect yeah. rings or whatever. Um, we can tell a Gex skin for it. Do you have any any ideas? Oh, I got a lot. Um, Joshy Boy, who apologized this week for his um, suggestion last week about Adrian Brody sucking his farts, um, which I thought was really big of him. He did t- include Mr. Brody's um, Twitter tag again, which, I, again, you just, you just don't need to do that. Um, he did it again this time? Yeah, but anyway, mm-hmm. th- in this one, though, it's uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's pre-bedtime ritual. That's that's pretty good. Now, before we get too deep into this, because I want to know whether or not Dog is listening, did he tag Dog in this tweet? He didn't, no, which is good. All right, so we're I don't want to get I don't want to get bountied over here. You don't want to get, get the, on that dude's wrong I don't want to get the, that plastic zip tie cuff around me. Well, what's he do? Before he rub, bed? He rubs off the bounty grease. Okay. That he applies. Does he... I'm imagining he has maybe like a large checklist by his bed of and, of, of open bounties. Oh, yeah. And he just like... It's like mercenaries. Just like he checks one off and he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. 20 dog points. <laughs> it's like he's got the deck of 52, but it's all people who are uh, like 
they're late they're late on, on their truck Florida. payments yeah right um they own an alligator they're not supposed to have <laughs> right dog's gonna come come a, come a kicking undefined underscore taken on twitter says mario is missing no uh, I see what you did there. You did a little portmanteau. They did, and I think that two video game characters. They did, but it's sometimes you got to give them the benefit of the doubt and really explore it. Like for example, what if Mario was a fucked up rectangle, uh, who was only? I, I guess what I like the idea of is a missing no level error in an existing Mario game. So let's say Mario Galaxy Three comes out. You go over to the beach planet and you walk up and down the shore fifty eight times in a row. Who shows up? A glitched in, out Mario man. Well, an inside out Mario. Oh God. Um, I'm gonna actually take this opportunity to sort of thank Nintendo for their restraint and that like I don't know if you've been paying attention to this new Monster Hunter game. Uh, I just reviewed it, Monster Hunter Generations. It's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has uh, costumes for your pet cat, and it's like Link and Strider, uh, like Toon Link, like all these different characters, and that's like been a thing that they've been doing forever. And just, like, I appreciate this has never showed up in Pokemon where it's just, like, you can catch Mario because, like, the cognitive dissonance there would be, like, in like the craziest. Well, yeah. I mean, they've, they've been dancing around that with Mr. Mime for at least 15, 20 years now. We've all been acting like that's not just catching a human but if man. you're just like yeah 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 i mean that's that's already like a suspension of disbelief thing but if i like did it and it was like uh, a wild reggie fisame attacks i'd be like oh gosh yeah there's a there's a lot there's a lot of reasons not to do that beyond just breaking the the canon of pokemon um how about this one though mm-hmm. evan roy mcdonald said thanksgiving with brett how about this one, though, from Chris Berg, Chris Berg 25, who <laughs> says, rock band go, carry a plastic guitar into the street and hunt for sweet riffs. All right. So let's 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 really build this out. Um, in Pokemon Go, the, the main AR functionality is looking around the environment for creatures. In this, would you be kind of constantly surveying? I'm guessing you put on like a Google Cardboard over your face and you look around for notes that could be coming at you from any direction. And um, you kind of catch them. And you catch them, but you are playing them on a plastic guitar. So if you're like right. on, the, on the bus or in the lowest parking lot, you're just like fucking jam- – oh, maybe you have headphones plugged in. So like the actual music is coming through your phone. But you are jamming out to like Jessica by the Allman Brothers. God, um, what, a good, what a good look that is. Just a dude sitting in the, the back left corner of the, the city bus with sunglasses on and a huge plastic guitar taking up the seat to the left and to the right of him. Just kind With, of I guess, jam- some sort of rig that is attaching the phone to their chest, mm-hmm. right? Because you need both hands to really shred Jessica. Here's one from Andrew T. Owens who says, A game where if you get into a car accident, you have to exchange your darkest secrets instead of insurance info. I don't know how that would be helpful for this situation. Um and I don't really have any dark secrets, Nick. Okay. You, you say that now, but when you're looking down the barrel of a loaded 12-hour ban from the new version of the crew where everyone gets into fender benders and then pulls over and it's like, hey. Uh, this is this this situation exists in some sort of fucking fantasy universe where I would ever play the crew again. <laughs> right. Well, this, this is what it takes to get people back in. They're doing the crew stage two. The crew sta- it's free stage to play. two, colon, post-secret. <laughs> yeah, stage two post-secret edition where you pull over and you let a stranger know, and it's all mic-supported, mic-required, mic-enabled. You lean over and like, hey, when I was 12, I traded uh, my cat for a GameCube game, and I told my mom I didn't know where it went. 
That's not a bad trade though. It depends on the GameCube game. Right. If it's if something it was, like if, if it was if like it's first animal, party, if it was Animal Crossing, it would be like that's actually that's, that's good. There's I basically traded my cat for thirty cats. Right. Yeah. Sure. And also, like Nintendo games, just they never go down in price. You know what I mean? Whereas cats, that market can fluctuate. So, I bought Eternal Darkness on GameCube like two years ago, and I found out at a GameStop, and it was like forty five dollars. Jeez. It's like this disc is the size of a bagel bite. Fuck off. <laughs> right. The dollar to disc square inches ratio is a little off there. We are going to Freaky Friday jump back to Spooky Sunday because that's got to be the shit. And we got 20 minutes now. And this is the this is the last this is potentially the last now 19 minutes of Cool Games Inc. If we cannot think of a way to turn this into a complete banger, then the podcast is over. The podcast is over. This, I mean, we can't we can't keep putting out shit. We can't keep making shit. And after this one, Nick, we're going to have to go on like a three game good streak. Right, we got to get do like a our good trick. graces back. Right now, we're like EA circa 2010 or whatever, or Activision circa. But we're like THQ. But we could go the THQ route, the darkest timeline. Okay, I'm just. I guess I'm trying to rack my brain for like because our last how... few games have been like SpongeBob, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. You draw, you draw, SpongeBob, you draw. And it's like, right. no, guys, you can't do a game company like that. Well, they 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 they're starting to turn it around, so maybe we can too. Um. What's that movie where that person goes over to that old guy's house and hangs out with him all the time until he dies? Dennis the Menace? No. <laughs> well, sort of. No, there's the, there's the one, it's based on a book, and they go. she goes over to the old guy's house and every weekend and hangs out with him until he finally just... I think fully... it's called Spooky Sundays with Jeff. Right. Well, I guess the, at the end of the day, the name doesn't matter because no, we it's can't Tuesday, use the name. Tuesdays with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury. Thank you. Because I think that could be a fun one where you're just a a healthy level 20 player who's got to kind of supervise and learn life lessons from this person who's been playing the game for for 90 levels it's just it's a it is a if you were to play this game offline i think it would be a very straightforward dark souls like experience right but that's not the jam the jam is as soon as you plug it in online you have no idea what your next power up is going to lead you to mm-hmm. you have I just no idea dark soul kind of I think in a lot of ways blazed a trail, not just for this type of action RPG, but for a game where something can happen because you're connecting the internet. It just fucks you over for no reason. And everyone's cool with it now because of that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from the fact that I Googled movie about hanging out with an old guy. And the first result was the Wikipedia article for big. (laughs) Like that's not what that movie is. No, I mean, I mean, big adult Tom Hanks does hang out with the boys still some. I guess he does, but that's, He's he according to this this snippet of the article I'm seeing on Google, Josh gets transformed into a 30 year old man, which isn't even really an old guy. So it's weird that they knew that we were in the ballpark of kind of age play film, but they they totally did not hand us the the correct one. Can you imagine how different that movie would have been if when he woke up as adult Tom Hanks, if instead of waking up like that, like his mom had walked in and just seen adult Tom Hanks lying in her son's bed, her son nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And then in the rest of that movie, he would be in the prison. Yep. Playing piano to... in the prison. And the guy's <laughs> like, what did you do with him? Tell me. Where'd you bury him? I'm in jail. Doing just some fun chopsticks. I need you to bring me this fortune teller machine in here. Why? Don't <laughs> worry about it. It'll fix everything. Um, I think if you're streaming this game, how can that functionality completely just fuck your shit up? 
let's see here. Like you, you're talking about some level of interactivity with your viewers. Yeah, there could be a fun mechanic where I, mean, I, th- I think one thing that that games have not done yet. Like we're we're in a, a really good era for mods in games. Mods have never been easier to install. They're coming to consoles now. But what we haven't really broached is. Uh, mods that get installed without your express consent. Like, I want a Twitch chat to be able to add new, new movies, new configurations, new, uh, new level age play scenarios without my knowledge, and then they just kind of happen to me. I don't know what else there is to include in Spooky Sunday and Age Play Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think we've really tapped the well, unless there's some really obvious one about people aging weird. Oh shit, dude. What's that fucking movie where, um, Everyone has like a meter on their hand and they like live oh, forever. Oh, Logan's Run. Yeah, that could be like a whole server where once you turn level 25, your character's deleted. That could be good. That could be good. I'm also there's a there's a fucking modern one that I think has Justin Timberlake Justin in it. Justin Timberlake in Just in Time, I think is what it was called because it's fucking <laughs> the worst. And in Just in Time, they have a little meter on their wrist and they have to pay to stay alive. It was called In Time, but I think Justin it was called t- Just in Time. <laughs> it really wasn't, but that what I'm sure that Google was a discussion. It. Just in Time. The Justin Timberlake time 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 time. Come movie. have a good Justin time time with Justin time. A Justin Timberlake, a Justin Just- time Timberlake movie. How about a more where you're two very high level people, two two co. It's a co op experience with two high level players. And then one of them's just gone. This is not good to joke about, or is it good radio? No, it's not. <laughs> so it's two level 99 <laughs> players just kind of chilling in a house together. No, I think they can still go on and And then one of stuff. But then one, one of, them, of them runs into a bottomless pit. Right. One of them sees a sign that says, like, treasure down below and jumps off, and then they got a deal. It's like when you get separated from another player in Journey, but, like, on a much, much grander scale. That kind of makes you question the nature of mortality in relationships. Ooh, that was a bad one. That was a bad one to say and think about. (laughs) Movies about aging backwards. I mean, what is the game going to be like? Like, what is this game going to be like about, oh, the age of Adeline? Nobody saw that shit, but I think that one's about aging backwards. Or summer, summer, Blake, Blake Summers never get, never gets old. She just stays that way forever. Hmm. It's another well, there, one. There could be a fun sort of Gran Torino one where you, you, okay. you're, uh, you've been playing this game for a really long time, and you're just kind of sitting there next to the high level boss, yelling at all the new level twenty four players going by, like back in my day, yeah, we had to grind out for this game. And also, there's like he's making up new like racial slurs to to use against these other players like in Gran Torino. Yeah, that's kind of a weird class, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see I mean if we have to include it, like we legally well, have to include it. Just cuz like I was playing uh, uh on the Overwatch test servers yesterday to to check out the new character and this was like 2 hours after her existence got announced. Nobody knew even formally that she was coming and all of a sudden she's playable on a test server. So I wait in a queue of 6000 people to get onto the server and then I'm playing and some fucking guy in the chat on this test server says Guys, two Annas is too much. We need a tank. And everyone else in the chat is like, dude. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? We're in the test server. This character just came out minutes ago. Like, fuck all the way off. This That's is we're not, amazing. That's yeah. the most video games. Right. Um, We could do your level, like, 30 character, but you show up as a level, like, 81 character and to everybody else. 
like Bad Grandpa with Johnny Knoxville in it. But okay. then there's a class where you just are a level 81 character, and that one can be Dirty Grandpa with Robert De Niro, who is okay. that age. So two grandpa options. Um, We keep talking about being high level as being an old person. Right. And I don't typically think of them as being the most vital, strong. Although I watched Ninja Warrior, an American Ninja Warrior, with like a 70-year-old dude, and he could get it. Hmm. I mean, Sorry. He, 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 you watched American Ninja Warrior with a 70-year-old dude, and he can get it. He was in the he was in the show. I didn't watch oh, it. I, I wasn't having a t- my own Tuesdays with Maury. Mm-hmm. Um, although <laughs> my neighbor, my neighbor's very old and he smokes big fat cigars constantly. And I do want to know more about him. So maybe I'll go over there and watch some American Ninja watch Warrior Ninja with Warrior, him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this old man did okay. He did beef it on like the second challenge, but he's like well, an yeah, old man. So what do you want? Fucking old. So of course he did. But what's the game like? It's Dark Souls. <laughs> It's a shitty fucking Dark Souls. I could do a shitty... I could probably put a shitty Dark Souls together in Unity. Yeah, you could just throw that together. Just Didn't, take the, the slider for sword animation and bring it all the way up to, to, to high. And then it takes a long time. And a long, long, long time. And we take the dodge animation, we're going to turn that all the way completely down. And all the dialogue is going to be generated from Word documents for my computer. And it's going to be good. like... Striped modern sofa, striped modern chair, striped modern floor. Um, Damn. It's like a poetry book. Uh, are we limiting ourselves to only movies about age? I think we should, unless you have a way to tie it in. I've just been thinking a lot lately about the movie where Jim Carrey's God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The one yeah. where he's God. Yeah, sure. And then the next movie... Where Steve like, Carell is Morgan, God. Morgan Freeman is God, and then he slips on the roof in a Santa outfit and falls off and dies. That's not and, how that happened. Mm-hmm, it's called the 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 Santa Jim Carrey. The Santa God. The Santa God. <laughs> um, um, so how would this be in the game, Nick? Well... You've just sort of been thinking about it, haven't you? I've been thinking about the movie a lot, and I just need to talk about it with someone. But also, I want to talk about the sequel where it's Steve Carell instead, and he's on a... He makes he's a He's Noah, yeah. yeah. He's Noah's... What the hell were those movies called? Uh, Bruce Almighty and... Then Steve Almighty? Steve yeah. Carell Almighty. <laughs> just really... Well, okay, so that could be a situation where uh, a, like, one... Because I think all these things are in play at once. All these characters are interacting with each other with all these different rule sets. So maybe only one character gets to be Bruce Almighty into just a full-on... Like, I'm thinking a literal god mode for a, a low-level player who kind of has below-average, like, stats. Their their death... They, they die more than average. They're just a, a dumb sort of uh, bad player who all of a sudden has infinite power. Mm. And all the other players have to contend with that. There's a fun social dynamic to that. Um... He well, he can like grab the moon and make it really big to impress a lady. Uh, I think you're losing the plot a little. I'm still thinking mostly about the movie. Yeah. I... Um. How about this? There's a boss fight halfway through the game, and it's just like the Mirror Knight from I think Dark Souls Two, where like real life players come out of the mirror and you have to fight them. Except it's just a big arena, and once there's like ten players in the arena, the fight begins, and that boss fight is just you against the other nine players. And then if you win, you get to move forward in the game. And if you lose, you get to, like, switch those nine players around however you want. If if you lose against the other nine, you get to do what? You just, you are fucked. And you get, basically, you're probably going to get sent backward in the game. 
Okay, because you're are you swapping randomly with whatever their their quirk is? Is that how yeah. it's working? Yeah. What's that uh that cartoon that we both watched about uh the boy who goes back in time to try to prevent a murder? Erased. Erased. Is there some sort of situation where uh like something horrible happens to a, a childhood friend of yours and something horrible happens to your mom and then you got to go back in time. Fuck, and try that's to... good. So like a level, that... uh, like the first boss, like you kill him and then you feel like really guilty about it the whole time. And mm-hmm. then maybe the next time around, you let them kill you. Right. Is there permadeath in this game? Oh, man. These, I mean, each of these decisions are going to really affect the, the whole the whole situation. I don't see why not. I mean, there's permadeath in the movie Freaky Friday. There, yeah, I guess. By I don't default, think anybody every dies. Every one of these movies. If, if has Jamie permadeath. Lee, if Jamie Lee Curtis died in Freaky Friday, I think she would just stay dead. Also, but then Tuesdays her, with Maury with without permadeath would be a much less impactful film. Yeah, if like Maury kicked it and after the big football game or whatever the fuck happens in that movie, but then like he just like pops up at the hospital and he's but he's like twenty and he's like <laughs> all good, minute. all good. The big football. What is your? What do you think happens in that? So she the the person who's spending their Tuesdays with Maury is helping him get excited let's call for him, a let's big call, old guy football game. Let's call them Nick. No, the old guy's like getting Nick excited for the football game. And he's like, you gotta play. Nick's like, I don't want to play. I want to work on my poetry. And he's like, no, that's sh- some shit. That's shit and your shit. It's like, wow, Maury, I don't know why I keep coming over here on a weekly basis. That's a way more realistic movie about spending time with an old person. Yeah. It's just a real shit bag. You're a piece of shit. Get out there, catch that pigskin, or else I'll never let you come over here on Tuesdays anymore. Oh, you mean I don't get to come to this fucking terrible smelling house where, like, the only food is just jelly and You don't butter. know anything about jelly or butter. When I was fighting in the, in the, big, the big war, <laughs> I would have killed for jelly and butter, and you know what? I did. So, why don't you get out there, Tan Hut, catch that football for dad. I'm just having. Tr- Sorry, Maury. I know that I this was part of my community service, and I should just oh, probably buy it's my part of my community service. Trouble. Part of my community service too. I burned down a jelly store. In in your in you're saying when you were at war, just this was a thing you did that you're telling me doing just, doing community service for war crimes. Yes, for the big one, the big great one okay. that I fought in for uh, your freedom. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You did defend my right to come into your house. You and tell did. You that it's house smells so bad. Why? What is it? Why is it so stinky in the I house? I just made some kale chips. There's no way that you made kale chips. You don't know what kale is. You're 900 years old. You need to respect me. Eat these kale chips. Okay. These are just regular ch- potato chips. <laughs> I know. But they're named Kale. Here's what I think happened. Okay. I think you were watching the news and you saw a report on Kale chips. I did watch it. And you thought that the... I think I know what happened. I think you thought that that was what the kids are calling all chips now. And really it's a distinct... It's a different type of chip. Actually, it's very little uh, in common with a a potato chip in terms of the flavor. There's two types of chips in the world. And there's Kale chips and Ruffles. And you can tell the difference because one of them has riches. riches. And if you try to tell me about Pringles, I will slap you across the mouth and face because those are not those are technically crisps. Mm-hmm. They actually warned me about that before I came over here. It's like, do not mention. Uh, am I allowed to say it? In, in the, like, oh, you want to try? You want to see? We want to find out? You little shit. You're gonna be late for your gosh darn game. You gotta get out there and tape up your cuffs. Okay. 
I, yeah, I just they warned me up front not to mention Pringles, so I guess I'll I'll make sure that I'm. Oh, ow! Actually, I'm I'm being polite. That did not feel like anything. One of your fingers turned into dust and is now missing. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm the Mummy Returns, the second one. Now, can we put the Mummy Returns in our game, Griffin? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just me now. Griffin's gone. Well, Griffin is your your your. Uh, He's me your... tomorrow. We're time travelers, wife and each mm. other. The Time Traveler's Wife will also be good. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is a good movie. You want to watch a movie with me? Yeah, which one? I want to watch one that um, Brian Singer did. You're a fan of his work, huh? I That's like surprising what he to me. Does out there. We should do a movie about the Great War starring me, Maury, the Tuesday Man. Okay, Maury. You're too old for that to act. <laughs> Don't call me Maury. Call me Tuesday Man. <laughs> well, I'm, I think people would every like, other day of the week. I'm a ghost. That's I mean, on your current trajectory, I think you are on average. I've seen how late you sleep in. You are probably spending roughly one out of every seven days conscious if you put all the numbers together. That's right. And I spend that day conscious with you, my best friend and son, Nick. Mm. Tomorrow I'll be younger than you, though. Why is that? Time traveler's wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to yeah. Cool Games Inc. Yeah. Uh, it's a game design podcast for the video game website Polygon.com, part of the Vox Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, which itself is, I think, has uh, <sighs> seen a sizable investment from. Is that is it NBC? NBC right Universal. One? We're right. an NBC product. This Fuck. podcast is a product of the National Broadcasting Company. Thank you. Thank you to Friends, our predecessor. <laughs> really paved the way. Thank you to Friends and Fraser. Um, thanks for sending in your suggestions. Holy shit. I'm sweating from keeping that character I'm really so sweaty, long. too. And I don't know why. I think I started to get pangs of what actually happens to me when I'm around an old man, which is just the deepest, most existential discomfort that a yeah. human being can experience. I'm going to go ahead and say that Spooky Sunday and Age Play Experience was good enough for us to keep the podcast going at least one week. But we are going to be living hand to mouth for a while. And okay. We're going to lose. We're going to. It's going to be tight living for a bit. You're saying we got to be batting a thousand for quarter three of fiscal year 2016. Absolutely. That's what I'm keep saying. Keep rolling. Thank you okay. all for listening. Uh, thanks for your suggestions. Thanks for the reviews on iTunes. Thanks for everything. Um, anything else? Mm, absolutely not. Radical. Till next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. I almost said the tagline from the pa- the Bachelor recap show I do, which is not Let's this do one. it. That, that could be a fun call. Yeah, all right. Problem. When you're ready. No problem. Fine.